when it's a nice day Maybe it's summer, maybe a holiday Maybe 4th of July Because they can make it <laughs> Was that on purpose? <laughs> the because was not You just like slid into it Like your mouth kind of like I think I had a stroke Maybe those rings will be just came out And you're not glad I'm middle You'll be a late juicy. Let's take a moment and listen to the IFNC podcast. What episode is this, dog? I don't even know. <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me what episode this is, Shad. Introduce this episode. Justin, you know it's episode 121 of the IFNC podcast. Shit, man. I'm thinking I'm somewhere else. <laughs> you, you've been lost for a while, man. I'm thinking that I'm going to tell you about some food news. <laughs> you are well. I I I have the perfect thing to tell you or ask you, maybe even the KF console. I pre-ordered it. Is it a real thing? Did, are you serious? No, I didn't get to. Oh, did you? Did it go for pre-order? No, I don't think so. <laughs> so <bullshit>. lies <laughs> brought to you by lies. Um, so food cereal. I love cereal. Is cereal a soup? Is cereal a soup? I saw this question and it really got me thinking this past week. Oh man! Um, so you know, you know, Good Mythical Morning. Okay. Yes, I do. Yes, Rhett and Link. They have the the Good Mythical Kitchen channel now as well. Where oh wow! Some of the people that are the kitcheners that come up with all the crazy concoctions that they eat uh, that they eat and stuff all the time have their own channel now as well. Okay. Some of the kitcheners that are on there have their own podcast called Is a Hot Dog a Sandwich? Okay. And each episode, they always propose a question yeah. that's similar to that. Following it. And I'm pretty sure one of the episodes is, is cereal a soup? I know um, the answer. I did not listen to it. And I'm going to say it is. I, so. Because you can have a cold soup. You can have a cold soup, but there is. Like a bisque. Uh, is a bisque a cold soup? No. Uh, are you no, no, like a tomato bisque is like a warm, I think it's warm. Can't you have a bisque cold? <laughs> you can have a bisque quick. <laughs> uh, uh, what, I, what's the there is a cold soup like a cucumber? What's like, the one that the Russians eat that's uh, got beets in it? Uh, oh, it, you know, what I'm talking about yep. it's like heavily beet based, but it borscht. has other stuff, borscht. Borscht. borscht that is cold i know they only yeah. serve that cold that sounds right because they can make it <laughs> was that on purpose <laughs> the because it was not you just like slid into it like your mouth kind of like i think i had a stroke <laughs> and i tried to make up for it you did good <laughs> because they make it in russia and could keep it outside and it stay fresh so a soup, by definition, if uh, I remember uh, right, Webster says, uh, is that it's Miriam Webster. It's something about ingredients being boiled in a water or a broth. Yes. Um, in order to uh, meld the flavors together. Okay. So cereal, cold yes. cereal, in a sense, is never boiled. Right. So the flavors don't meld together in that way. So is that how you eat cereal? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess in that way. Cold cereal can't technically be a soup, but... Oatmeal could. Oatmeal could. Absolutely. If it's real runny. <laughs> <laughs> and I like mine with milk and, well, like a, like a, a dairy-free milk, I guess, technically, yeah. but a milk nonetheless. A nut milk. And uh, and like some brown sugar. 
Chugga, chugga. And, uh, and whatnot. Like, yeah, me too. I, I prefer, my, I honestly do prefer my oatmeal like a little bit on the thicker side, though. Yeah. Just like my women. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I tried the, uh, the, uh, the vanilla Coke uh, coffee we talked Did about you? before they i I've saw it. i was uh perusing the aisles of of walmart yeah. with uh with mask on yeah and uh <laughs> but <laughs> i was a I, fine I, detail i quickly pulled it down and coughed all over everything <laughs> you said it's coffee i must cough on it yeah. that's in the name um i didn't know i mean i was looking at the different flavors i think that you would probably prefer they have one that is a bold or a dark roast one mm. so i would figure that you probably would yeah. go for that and be a little bit more up your alley and i kind of want to try that too because the coke obviously is already inherently sweeter anyways right mixing it with other flavors uh kind of seemed odd to me i don't think of like a caramel coffee coke sounding like it would be great to me i tried the vanilla one because i was like they already have a vanilla Coke. I love vanilla Coke, so I can only see this being great. And you probably me. had coffee with vanilla in it. So you've had Absolutely. both of those worlds. And so it's just and like. And the merger is awesome. The yeah. hint of coffee comes like at the tail end of it. It's not really predominant throughout the entire thing. It just kind of tastes a little yeah. brown in your it mouth. All, it all, yeah, a little brown in my mouth. <laughs> uh it it tastes just like you're drinking like a good vanilla Coke. And then those hints of like the coffee kind of hit it as it's getting those bitters in the backs and the sides of your tongue yeah. and it's going down and everything. It's, it's actually really good. I was surprised. Cause I was like, I was hoping it would be good. And it is <laughs> not a, not a absolute like 10 beller for me kind of a thing. Um, I would say meat if, scale, meat scale. I'm going to go, uh, definitely, uh, well. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So well done. Five out of five. Yeah. Winner, winner, yeah. winner. Chip if it was out of 10, a nine. nine. <laughs> Since we don't have those half points. We don't have that scale here. Going to give it the perfect. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to bump its way up. Yeah. I definitely do want to try the dark roast. Like I said, it's yeah. already inherently sweeter from the Coca-Cola initially. Absolutely. But having more of a predominant. Just a bolder. Yeah, a bolder flavor. I think that would be really good, though, too. So cool. I'm interested in trying that. There's, there was one more flavor. There was four total. I can't remember what the other one is Let's right see, now. You got like a... You got a bold, like a dark. You got a dark roast. You got a vanilla. You've got a caramel. And I can't remember. There was so like a, there a is chocolate? a fourth one. I don't think so. Well, is there just yeah, a, I think I think it is mocha. Is actually it? now that you say it, which I think, which is odd to me because my dad told me a long time ago. I remember this. This is going somewhere that'll come right back around. Absolutely. Whenever they were when he was younger and they had like uh, the pharmacies that had like a soda jerk shop that was yeah. kind of mixed in with it and stuff. He would, and other people, like it was a popular drink at the time, would get a chocolate Coke. Like yeah, they would pump in. Like, I've never thought about it because it always sounded like, to me, it. was just like, that sounds horrible and gross. But at the same time, I was just like, now that I'm thinking about it, I was like, you know, the mocha coffee yeah. mixture with that Coke, I bet that is probably pretty good. <laughs> My guess is that one of the flavors that makes up Coke is there's probably a little chocolate in there already. Probably. And so when you add it to it, it just kind of lifts that flavor up, maybe. Do we know what's in Coke? Is no. that that's never been nobody knows. Nobody knows. Is uh like rat droppings? Absolutely. Has to be a little bit of that chocolate. Mm. A little rat chocolate. A little brown in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> a little chocolate kisses. Oh man. Um also uh speaking of cereals. Yeah. And soupy cereals. Soupy cereals. <laughs> Little Debbie's cosmic brownie cereal. I so, I like a cosmic brownie. So they're making a cereal version of it. It almost looks kind of like a it looks similar in shape to like the little brownies, but it's kind of puffed up in the middle. It's like the pop tart cereal almost. Have yeah, you seen that? kind of like that. It, it's like I that, but very brownie head. forward, I guess. I don't know. I doesn't. I don't think there's anything in the inside of them. It's yeah. just solid cereal. 
Um, but they do look like they got like a little bit of a puff in the middle. It's supposed to be hitting store shelves May 2021, 20, uh, but I do enjoy me a good cosmic brownie every mm-hmm. now and then as well. It's been a long time, but I, I, I do remember liking them. And then Hershey's has a new candy bar coming out. This is the first time in a very long time. Apparently, I, I didn't know this. When the Whatchamacallit came out, they had other versions of that. Okay. That were called other, like there was one that was called other uh, weird names, other like weird that. names similar to that. And since the Whatchamacallit came out as like the latest one in, I think it was like the end of the 70s. Okay. They haven't made another one since then. It's just always had the Whatchamacallit. So this is the first time they're like rebooting and coming out with a new one in that line. Uh-huh. So we'll still have Whatchamacallits, but now we're going to have uh, Who's a Whatsits? <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm right. I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> so, the oh, first right. Whatchamacallit candy bar came out, uh, was was out, went away, and came back over a decade ago. It was gone for a while, and then it came back in like the 2010s. Like the McRib. Similar to the McRib. Um, this is called a Who's a Whatsits, packed with chocolate, chocolatey crisps. I'm assuming kind of like, uh, like a crunch, a crunch bar. bar. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, with smooth peanut butter inside. Okay. It's all dipped and covered in a rich chocolate. Hmm. Sounds interesting. I would like that. So like, a crispy think peanut of like butter. Think of like a crunch bar that has like peanut butter cream inside of it. Yeah. I would be into that, I think. Yeah, I think it could be good. Absolutely. Is that like uh, in there, in the, doesn't the, um, oh God. Does oh the peanut Reese's had a like a crisp like a a peanut butter crisp? Um, Did they have one like that? Yeah, it was like a bar. It almost reminded me of like <laughs> uh, like a nutty bar. I thought you were talking about like I, for whatever. I was thinking of the big cups. I was thinking of like oh, the big cups had crisps in it at some point in time, which seems like that's a that doesn't they should do that. They work. I mean, the pretzel one's good. Like, I haven't had the pretzel. one Pretzel yet. one's good. I've been but looking had, for that was marshmallow. The one that was the Oreo, like little chunks in it. Cookie, that had, yeah, like, it was cookie, like cookie, cookie bits in it. Cookie bits. Those are good. Yeah, I, uh, I've been looking for that that marshmallow, marshmallow one though. I'm on the hunt. I haven't seen it anywhere. I find it. I gotta find the one. That whenever we was looking at it, it said that they found it at uh, Ralph's, Myers, and Walmart. So I mean, Ralph's would also be Kroger. I'm assuming. Yeah, you, like local Kroger might have it as well. Yeah, I go to I go to the Kroger. Uh, you go to K Rogers Reese's Sticks. That's what I was thinking of. You remember those? Uh yes. They're like a wafer, but yeah. it's like more. It's not like the crisp. Like yeah, those are like wafers. It's wafers. Yeah, yeah, full on. I get the Reese's Sticks on a regular. There is a re- there is a Reese's Crispy Crunchy though. Okay. Uh, which is the, okay. Okay. It's similar to the Butterfinger Clark Bar and Fifth Avenue, but differ by adding peanuts and peanut butter. Hmm. I know two people named Clark. Clark Bar. Not Clark Bar, though. Do you I, have any food news? No. Into food news. <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of, or not got rid of, not like by any actual choice, but I didn't, uh, I didn't continue on the, uh, the little sound bites, uh, when we move forward that's into fine. the new I, I'll just make them for us as we go along. <laughs> I was like, I was like, let's change it up. Let's because we we've got a little bit more of a free flow and format. Yeah, I call it the FFF, the free flow and format. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes you you get food news at the beginning and at the end. You never yeah. know when you're going to get food news. Sometimes you talk about McRibs. Sometimes you talk about. Sometimes uh, you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of nuts. Uh, how about that Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer? Did you watch it? I didn't watch it. Um, it's pretty cool. I mean, I've watched a lot of the the the, the bits footage, and pieces, yeah, like uh, the trailers and whatnot. But this newest one that came out, I didn't watch yet. It looks yeah. like there's more of a little uh, longer. They show they don't show the villain. You hear the villain, whoever it's meant to be, 
I don't know who it is. It's a uh, Baron uh, Z okay. Zvon or Zivo. Or yeah, you hear him speak and kind of walk up, and you see like a back silhouette of it and well, stuff. Most of it's kind of just about. He's at the beginning of Age of Ultron, right? I don't remember. I think so. It's been a while since I've watched Age of Ultron. Me too. Are you getting to that point on your I quest? I am. Yeah, I'm in the middle of uh, Thor: The Dark World right now. Okay, so that one's a little bit of. Uh, it's a harder swallow. It's got a lot, a lot to chew on. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's dense. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. A lot of it harps on uh, Bucky and Sam. Yeah, is it Sam? Yeah, they don't. Um, uh, they don't get uh, along. No, it's well. it's they. They're actually like at a therapist person type of like. Yeah. They almost look like they're in like an I interrogation room. Yeah. But the therapist person, whoever's talking to them, is kind of trying to talk them through specific things, and then like the whole thing is just kind of them being completely impatient when with one another, but also having to cooperate to like a means to an end type of a thing. Yeah. If I was to guess, probably by the end of this, we're going to have like a bit of a, a little bit of a bromance or something. Cause they're obviously spending a lot of time together. Absolutely. But it's like all kind of leaded into that. Yes. Uh, Baron Zemo. And he was in civil war. He, that's Baron the, Zemo. Zemo. Uh, remember was, when they brought Zemo back and we drank it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's real sweet. It's gross. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, you said you left one here, and you were like, "I don't want it. You can have it." And I was like, "I really don't want it." And you were like, "Keep it, like a collector's thing." I think we gave it to one of our friends to drink, and they were like, "Gross." <laughs> it was so sweet. Common like, consensus that nobody liked. No, it. Nobody <laughs> likes Zima. It's it's a nasty. It was a thing in the '90s, and it's a weak sauce. Um, yeah. Now we got hard seltzer. Yeah, that's like such a thing. It is. I tried one a uh, yeah. couple months back. I don't like it. I uh, <laughs> I just do regular seltzer, and I'm just great. I don't yeah. think I need to make it hard. Mm, you know what is hard, though? Me. <laughs> well, I'm looking at you. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, old. Old. I haven't seen it. So I didn't know. I've never read this. Uh, it's based on a graphic novel called Sandcastle. Never heard of no, it. It's like a it, just a one-off like trade short story type oh. of a thing that was in a graphic novel called oh. Sandcastle. Um, I've got some info about it. Tell me about it. M. Night Shyamalan unveils a chilling, mysterious new thriller, 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 <laughs> thriller, Nat, about a family on a tropical holiday who discovers that the secluded beach that they are on, uh, relaxing on for a few hours, somehow it causes them to age rapidly, reducing their life, entire lives into a single day. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so like the beginning of the, it's only like a 30 second spot that they showed. Um, the kid there, they go to the island, they have like kids that are like six and seven. Um, they walk off and to go play and come back like five minutes later and they're in their 20s. <laughs> and then That's at like cool. one point in time, like it's been like 10 minutes past and the girl, is, the little girl is now in her 30s and pregnant for some reason. And now they're dealing with like childbirth and the parents are rapidly becoming older as well, too. And they're like getting more daughtery and older as the time goes on. That's awesome. I was just like, this whole thing's going to be real fucked up yes. and weird. But that's like, that's the only bit of plot that you can kind of conceive from everything that's going from on. From that little snippet. And there's like, I guess they're trying to say like, he's kept everything under wraps and that's like the only trailer they're going to release for it. Nice. Is specifically for that to kind of just tease it out. And then whenever it comes out, it's out. That's cool. I was just like, that's pretty rad. Like just to kind of like barely know like a little bit. We don't really get that. We're yeah. beaten over the head so much now with like, oh, Fast Nine's coming out. 
these characters are all returning. We've seen basically yeah. 50 minutes of the movie now. Yeah. Guess we have another 40 minutes to watch and we've seen the whole thing. Yeah. That's you know what, what I, mean? I mean. There are people and, and companies that are doing it right. Like it's the like the WandaVision mysteries that you still don't know what's yeah. going on. It's the Mandalorian. You didn't even know that Grogu was a thing until the first mm-hmm. episode. And there are there are like studios that are doing it right. Yeah. And it sounds like that is too. Um with the tie in to, to M. Night Shyamalan, I've been watching Servant a lot. Yeah. Uh, I caught up. Is this is the second season out or coming out? It's active. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like episode four or five just dropped or something cool. like that. Um, And he doesn't, he's just producing season two. It doesn't look like he's got hands on, mm-hmm. but his daughter's directing. Oh, that's cool. Um, I, he's got uh, three daughters. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. One of them is like a pop star. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of them is a director. And the other one hasn't really made much of herself yet. Uh, <laughs> I just want to stay at home and draw, Dad. <laughs> but yeah, I I was there was a Shyamalan name in the credits for like episode one of season two, and I was like, wait a second, I her stopped name, and looked. Her name is Mary, so it's like just literally M Night Shyamalan again. <laughs> no, she, she's she got chooses a, to put a junior at the. She's end. got a long <laughs> name. Uh, I don't know what it was. He might have a long name too, but it's hers is maybe starts. Yeah, what e. does M stand for? I don't know. Does he? Does anybody know? Is that a mystery we don't know? <laughs> There's a twist. <laughs> what a twist! <laughs> None but, uh, of us thought to look it up this whole time. But his uh, Mark, <laughs> Mark Knight Shyamalan. <laughs> it's a uh, Mano, uh, Man Manoj, uh, oh. M A N O J, Manoj, uh, Manoj, <laughs> like Manoj et toi. Uh, and then uh, it's not really Knight. It's a uh, uh, N-E-L-L-I-Y-A-T-T-U And by ooh, I mean you <laughs> ooh. That's how you, I was sounding it instead of That's how I That name it. sounds made up Break time begins Sounds like the world of fun, Justin Wow, this is a crisp wheel It's, a, it's, a, it's got a tight clacker on it It really does I you can't beat a tight clacker Worldoffun.com, everybody. You can get your own wheel to spin. They've on. got a website? Worldoffun.com. Whoa, I just bought it on Amazon. You did, but they have a website that you could have bought it off of. Could have bought it direct from the vendor. You could have. You might have even got like a sweet discount. You think if we went to worldoffun.com and I found like a comment section, I could be like, hey, we use your wheel on every live episode. We love it. Do you think that we could get a sponsorship deal? Like they just give us a bunch of extra wheels to like give to people That'd as be prizes. Awesome. This yes. could be the prize we give to people. Yeah. It's a great wheel. It's like a, what do you, you say, like a foot and a half? Right on it, like dry erase style. It's dry erase, absolutely. Uh, I love this thing. They it's make so different cool. sizes and different heights. What's the biggest one we can get? Is it um, this one? No, that's not the biggest. That's like, like the, the smallest. smallest. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's where they start. I almost got like a three foot wheel originally. Wow. But I was like, that seems like too much. How much was this one? That was like 30 bucks. Wow. Not even, maybe. What about the three foot? I think it went up to like 50. What's the highest? I don't know. I didn't go to the highest. I wasn't in the market for highest. Do you think they make bigger than three? Do you uh, know they make bigger than three? Do we want to go check out worldoffun.com? I would if I was you because I want to know how big a wheel we can get. If we get uh, a sweet, not not sponsorship deal, but I mean like, say for example, we do like a live stream. Yeah. Not just a regular live streams, but I'm talking like a marathon live stream. Like you're here for a day. <laughs> And we're getting like donations and stuff. Yeah. We set our go- donation to goal to whatever the biggest wheel is. We get that bitch. I put it up here and it stays in this room put up. Okay. And then that's just, that's the wheel we use from now on. Well, it's just fucking big. I, I've got. Is it, the, is it, it, do they make the same one that's at shoe carnivals? <laughs> I got some bad news for you. Okay. They make only 12 inch wheels 
This is what this one is? That's a 12-inch wheel. Okay. Um, they just make them in different colors. Oh. So World of World of Fun will give you all kinds of colors. You can get the black version. Okay. It's just all black. Uh, they're all dry erase, though. Um, you can get the sorbet colored one. Listen to that clank. Wow. You can get the summer fruit color. Red. You can get the tropical color, or you can get the white version. And we but got, who wants a white version? We got the original color. That's what we got. We Blue. Got, we got original. And it even comes with, it's like in the center is a little like you're very sleepy uh, thing in the middle of it. Yeah. Green. Dude, I'm not going to get the same color twice by the time this ad's over. That's what you get out of World of Fun. Oh, I got blue again. Mm. You smell that, Shad? It's February, the month of love, and we want to know about your love. It's all about spreading the love this month, and we want to spread the love with you. Spread your love to us by leaving a review at ifnz.net. We want to hear what you have to say about us. In turn, we are going to share the love with you. If you leave us a review on ifnc.net this month, you will win a prize. You heard that right. Every person that leaves a review in February will get a prize sent to them. Real prizes for real. Check it out. ifnc.net. Out. Hey, uh. Yeah. Did you play? Did you play? Did you play a demo of a game? What? It's like a demo. I got a video game demo? Yeah. Of what game? Just any. Did you play any demos recently? No, no I haven't. I only play demos. That's, oh, that's all you played? Yeah. Okay. I don't, uh, like, I don't have any money. Mm-hmm. So I only played I demos. don't believe you. <laughs> I spent it all at the boat. One, oh. you own a house. <laughs> <laughs> I still rent. <laughs> I, uh, I, I know, but, uh, but it's... I, just, I lost it all at the boat. What boat? <laughs> the one Aunt Randy went to? Uh, Pre-heart attack. <laughs> heart attack? Yeah, she had a heart attack like two weeks ago, dude. I did not know this. I'm sorry to inform you <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> Is she okay? Yeah, she's fine. She's actually going to start going back to work again tomorrow, but she has like, she can't lift up to a certain weight. She'll gotcha. have like weight restrictions and stuff like that. I see. Apparently, she got two stints, and then she'll have to go back in for a surgery because the backside of her heart's like completely fucked up, and they'll mm. have to do a surgery to repair a lot of stuff. How are her ribs? I think they're gone. <laughs> oh, no. someone named A Hammer <laughs> came. He rented them and rented them. Yeah, he'll bring them back. I hear that you can grow my puzzles. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. So no, no demos for you. No demos for me. If I had a PS5, I would have been playing a sweet demo, but I don't have a PlayStation Five. Okay. Oh, that was uh the Resident Evil Village. Yeah, or the Maiden demo. Oh, the as Maiden. We'll call it. Yeah, Maiden's Market. Yeah, I would have uh, would have checked that out. I game wise, I I don't know that I mentioned it on the podcast yet, but I did finish completely Dragon Quest Eleven. You finished Destiny Two. Dragon Quest Eleven. I have not. I actually am about to hop back into Destiny 2 because the next season starts on the 9th. Gotcha. Uh, tomorrow. Were you going to ask me recording. what demo I played, though? Not yet. Okay, cool. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. What demo did you play, Shad? <laughs> I played Balan Wonderland. What? Balan Wonderland. Balan Wonderland. Balan Wonderland. What? You don't know about this game? 
Is this the one where the hat guy? Yeah, the hat guy. I don't think it's called Balond. What do you think it's called? I don't. I don't Is know. Is it Balon? I, I think it's Balans. Balon Wonderland. Balon. B a l a b a l a n. Yeah. Balon. Balon Wonderland. Balon's Wonderland. No, it's just Balon. Balon's Wonderland. No, there's no S or D. It's Balon Wonderland. <laughs> like, <laughs> what don't you get? It's just a B A L A. No, I didn't play the demo. I think it is also available on Xbox, though, for me it's to do. available everywhere. No. The demo is. It's not. It's available. I can't play it on my ColecoVision. It's, it's available on your phone. No. They've got an Apple demo. That's silly. Um, I don't want to play a game on my phone. They've got a Nokia uh, flip phone demo. Uh, <laughs> Playing games on phones for nerds. <laughs> I can't do it. I just uh, I just was playing. I was like, I'll try a, a Lego game on the phone mm-hmm. and uh, download like the Lego Force Awakens or something. I don't yeah. know what it was. And uh, played for like five seconds. And I was like, nope. I don't like doing the twin stick controls on touchscreen. It's weird yeah. to me. Um, yeah, I trip over it. But uh, Balan Wonderland was like, uh, you don't think it's how, that's how you say it? I really don't know. He didn't say. He I didn't watched say the trailer name. for this. Uh, it was on a third-party Nintendo Direct Mini that they did like a month and a half ago. I got you. And they were talking about it and um, because I know it is on all consoles. I know they showed a trailer for it, too, for back in... Uh, they were making the big announcements prior to Xbox Series X and S releasing. They showed a trailer for it uh, on there as well because they were like, yeah. Xbox exclusive, but not exclusive because it's on everything. Yeah, I yeah. thought that it was like a big thing, but like nobody seems to really care about it. I think it's a big in the sense of like, like ukulele or hat in time stuff like that it's it's if you like a good kind of like action platformer type of a thing then yeah. that's that that would be your wheelhouse yeah if you're paying attention to that yeah it was okay i i it reminded me a lot of like um like the new or like the mario odyssey kind mm-hmm. of like vibe to it or or a you know ukulele is a good yeah. a good uh example of it um it was your typical like beat bosses with like three mm-hmm. hit kind of thing and you got to collect all the statues of the the hat guy and uh but there's like a weird like gameplay where like you it's like blonde time or whatever like that Ooh. and like he goes to Ba-la-tang. like it, it reminds me of like a some like anime trope of of something where like he's gonna do like these moves and you've got to match like his mm-hmm. shape with his shape at the right time. You got to hit X. And like, like like Naruto when he does the jutsu. And he's like, and you have to do like specific things. Maybe. Yeah. I've never done that. But, but yeah, that sounds a lot like it. Yeah. But visually it's cool. Like the, the way the world kind of builds, at least I played the first world, a couple of different levels within it. But like, as you're walking through it, the the world kind of unfolds, and so it's it's constantly oh. like in the background, it's moving. So the ground's never level; it's almost like sloped up. That's cool. And when you're running towards it, it flattens out. Yeah. And uh, so that's kind of an interesting thing. There's like a soccer part where you're like you play soccer and kick balls through like squares Football. and and you uh you you are different like avatars or creatures or whatever okay. like. You learn the power of you're going to be like a Tasmanian devil and you spin around. And so like you've got to and you can switch between three different powers. And so like I'm going to fight this boss and he spins like wind tornadoes at me. So I got to be the the, the Tasmanian devil or whatever it is yeah. on there. Did you play? Um, did you play Hat in Time at all? No, I don't know what this is. It's pretty cool. It's 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 similar to like all that stuff, you know, like a 3D action platformer kind of a thing, like you're saying, like a Mario or a ukulele, if you will. Yeah. Um, but you play as this little uh, magician girl 
who uh, is like a keeper of hats. I'm trying. No, she has. Uh, she's like a keeper of like time, like space time kind of stuff. And there's these beings that are like space mafia that, mm-hmm. that come up and take and uh, like bust open her spaceship that she's in. And all of the stuff that that she's keeping like are all scattered throughout all of these different worlds, and you're trying to collect them. Hmm. Um, but the kind of the big trope of the game is that you collect different hats or you manufacture different hats throughout the game, and you use those as like your primary different abilities to traverse different things. You I might gotcha. have one that's like a hat that has like wings on the side, and you'll be able to like run really fast and then like jump, and you can like fly over like a crevice or something hmm. like that. Um, like just tons of different things. Yeah. Kind of like the same similar ilk as what I was getting. Yeah. Right. Of, but the story is like really quirky and weird. And I like I'll it have a to lot. check that out. Yeah. It's pretty good. I like weird. Mm-hmm. I like quirky. And you're never you're not uh, usually wrong about things I might like. <laughs> I, I do. I do recommend it, though. It is. It is a really fun time. I uh, I got my my PlayStation. I'm sure like maybe even Xbox has the same thing, but they have like the year in review and it tells you like all the shit you did mm-hmm. over the year. Yeah. And I played like eighty games. Yeah. Is what it came down to because I like I play a bunch of like games bunch for like twenty delay. minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Damn, I play a lot of games for it." It was like a total of eighty games, and you've only played twenty hours over the entire year. <laughs> Eighteen of those hours was God of War. <laughs> yeah, I probably like there were it was like Horizon God of War had like giant chunks of time, and yeah. then the rest it was like you spent twenty minutes on this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah xbox does that as well they talk about like the amount of gamer score that you've like achieved throughout the course right. of the year like how big of a gap you've done what games you've played the most and stuff like that yeah all your trophies and yeah whatever i actually looked because i i was curious about it there's a site that does uh say how much time i think it's called like uh time you've wasted on destiny dot uh-huh. com or something like that and you, log and you can pick Bungie. either destiny one or destiny two and yeah you type in your your username what console platform you look on and it looks you up and tells you i'm pretty sure my destiny two is an accumulative time of like 14 days <laughs> and it even tells you like this is the time you've been active and like inactive time is this as well okay and like out of the 14 days there was like three or four days worth of time it was just inactive where the screen was on or like i've left the monitor on or like the game running or something on the xbox and i've gone and done other stuff i see um and then come back to it or something like that so it'll let you know like whatever time is inactive but regardless it's like hey i've spent like literally i can actually say i've spent like 10 full days 24 hours of time of time like on of time of my life on this game now what do you suppose the reason is that they don't make that information like readily available most of the time like um, like I'm why sure. don't you... i think i think you can actually access that probably on like bungie's site too it probably tells you like really playstation kind of at least i know is like pretty like notorious for not like showing you here's how much time you have i think it's almost like maybe depending on the person like i kind of almost view it as like in my time like this is time that i really have enjoyed yeah obviously i don't view it as a waste but there are like people that might see it like man i've that's like a lot of time that i feel like i've neglected or wasted doing this when i could have been doing something else that might be more productive or something like that i spent 80 hours ignoring my family this month (laughs) like it's like that it's like a kind of a debbie downer to a lot of people so maybe they're kind of like Maybe we shouldn't show them that kind of stuff because we don't want to make people depressed or lose players. We want to keep them spending that money. Yeah. Yeah, because like I would like to know there's some games where they're like, hey, this is a this is a 40 hour game. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, I want to know how far I am to this game. I've been pretty like I've I've stayed the path pretty well. Yeah. And like if I'm on mile marker 30, like I'm 30 hours into it, then I'm like, cool, I'm I'm coming up on the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like because I get a little anxious because I don't like to spend a lot of time on a game. So when I know the end is is near, like that gets exciting for me mm-hmm. because I'm like, cool, I can finish a game. I've only finished like right. eight my entire life. So like. <laughs> There's that's one is Yoda stories. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Like there's there's only a handful, honestly, that I've ever finished. So to to actually finish a game is exciting for me. And I got to I got to hold my attention. I do finish a lot of games, but I mean, I always still constantly get that excitement, especially knowing that I'm getting close to the bit, you know, like um, like I like I did with Dragon Quest. You know, I told you, like, I thought I was at the end. I fought a final boss and then there was still so much more. And I was kind of got like. I'm excited that there's more, but at the same time, like kind of micro burnt out that I was yeah. like, I thought I was like done with I it because I, I bit it, beat it in like 30 hours or something. Yeah. And then like, oh, unbeknownst to you, you're about to spend another 20 hours on this yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here it comes. I did Ready. like everything in it though. I ended up getting like the ultimate weapon for what would be like an ultimate weapon mm-hmm. for, uh, for my main character and stuff. You get like the, the sword of light and then. Uh, another version of it that is like the uh, super sword of light is what they call it. And then I was able to get an alternate version of it that was called the superior sword of light. <laughs> and that was like the final, final weapon kind of a thing. Gotcha. And uh, the final boss of that game, I I am not even joking or exaggerating. I had to go into doing like the combat thing for that. I think it was like six different times before I finally beat it because it was that level of difficult it was fucking relentless and it was an incredibly long battle and it was not worth it (laughs) (laughs) it just wasn't i mean it was cool because i mean like the story wrapped up it was nice and neat and stuff yeah seeing all this stuff but like honestly majority of your story wraps up prior to that battle kind of a thing like a lot of the bigger things that you kind of wanted to find out and where that co is wrapped up prior to that because like the ending of it was just like the bad guy having a monologue talking about like how he'll never truly leave because he's like basically like the heart of all darkness kind of a thing sounds familiar yeah and i'll never really be gone because you know is there is always darkness to to light you know kind of a what's his name xehanort his name was not xehanort and his uh master xehanort was not voiced by christopher lloyd (laughs) um no i mean i mean it it was like once that story kind of like had this accumulative ending that was just kind of like it's finally over and then they rolled credits again for like the second time and i'm just like but there's no like no like PS scene no, like <laughs> furthermore this right. happened kind of a thing, not really. It was it just, was just kind of like we already did all that stuff before you fought the bad guy. Don't you feel rewarded now for fighting the bad guy? I was <laughs> like, no. I mean, I fought the bad guy because I wanted to know like even more stuff that happens, and yeah. now I don't know. Yeah. So I was kind of like, this is kind of a waste to do this. I was like, and I spent like fucking three hours trying to beat this bad guy because <laughs> I died six times doing it. Yeah, and like each time it was just like. 30 minute battle. I died. I was like, fuck. And then they like, try and figure out a better, like organize, like what teammates do I need to have in first kind of uh, thing, yeah. you know, and trying to figure this out. Strategy. And yeah. And I got the strategy and then I was just like, okay, well I recommend playing that game and then not fighting the final back. <laughs> just, just kind of like get, get all the story content, get your edgy. ultimate weapon. Cause it was worth it. It was fun to do that part. Yeah. And then, Maybe, you know, gander at the final bad guy. But if you die, no big deal because nothing happens after just, that. Just stop after that. I mean, I guess the true, like the coolest thing that happens after it is that 
like the, the life tree, Yggdrasil or whatever, and in the middle of the of the world ends up like you find out like, hey, Yggdrasil actually used to be a living being called the Yggdragon. And you get to see the Yggdragon. He talks to you and he's like, you're the greatest hero of all time that's ever existed. <laughs> and then it's like the end. <laughs> you are the best of and the bestest. There's a tie in at the end of it because it's like, at the end of it, it's like a the end, and then it's like a woman closing a book. Mm. And you're like, oh, this whole thing was actually a story. And she puts the book on the shelf, and then she goes up and wakes up a boy. And I didn't know what this was a tie to, because only Dragon Quests that I've ever played was the original Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior, whatever it was called. Right. And then I played Dragon Quest Eight on PlayStation 2, and then I played this. Yeah. Apparently, this was like a nod to Dragon Quest Three. Oh. Like, this boy that she's waking up is like, the heir, like it's like the next in line to the hero lineage, and she was reading the story about the hero like prior to that. Oh, so this like you're you're getting to meet like the great grandson or something like that or whatever of the hero line. Interesting. So that was like kind of the whole point of it. Was like, oh, that's kind of neat. It would have been nice if I knew what was going on here because yeah. they didn't say like any character's name. It was just a mom waking up a boy, and then that was it. <laughs> that's weird. That's so weird. Yeah. I, uh, so we're, we're getting to where the world's kind of opening up a little bit more. It's starting to, people are getting their, their vaccinates and vaccinates and, and whatnot. Vaccinates. And, uh, and I am, I, I continue to get like excited about like, um, what are they called? Comic cons. Like, yeah. I, I can't yeah. wait to like get in a room with a bunch of smelly people. Yeah. And, uh, and just like look at books and shit. Like, and I kind of, I'm getting like, a little more do you picky. think we'll have open cons this year no probably not this year wait, maybe, the back maybe next year. year i don't know the way that people are talking um it seems like what's a lot of what are there are there a the lot of winter end? cons yeah the fall has some like uh i know that historically the um what's his name the the berg uh berg con the harrisburg, harrisburg con uh, that one happens in August, I okay. think, or, or maybe September and maybe the Saluki con was happening in August. I know um, a lot of concerts and stuff that are getting rescheduled or kind of banking on like, uh, September, October yeah. being like open time. Seems like fall is going to be real busy. I knew that like, uh, our tickets to go see Atlantis Morissette and Garbage got finally like a new date. Oh, and it was sometime in like mid September now. Halsey canceled. I completely had, I had Halsey tickets. Are those tickets that I bought for me, you and Josh to go see Between the Barriers? Oh, yeah. Those still marked as postponed. It never got canceled cool. still. So I'm assuming that's still so going to be we could eventually plausible. Go. Yeah. But I mean, I they they have every intention of touring. Nice. Not to mention the fact that it might even be on a completely different album since they're like in the process of writing the really? next one now. Nice. It's supposed to be out sometime this year. But yeah, I mean, we might have two albums worth of shit to hear from them that we've awesome. never heard. <laughs> they have a giant, like a big, like block. They don't have an opener. They're just like, we didn't get to do it. So we're going to play for two and a half hours for you guys. Awesome. Two full albums front to back. We're going to be real tired. Absolutely. <laughs> well, like with the concert, and I think we've talked about this idea yeah. before, but I'm I'm going to, I want to start writing a, a Comic-Con album. Like I want to like write like comic book centric songs. I think me and you have talked about it before. I don't remember us talking about it on the podcast before. On, on the line. Amongst the self. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking for some ideas. Like what are some cool stories that would be interesting to write? some narrative to in like a in a song form about comic-con no 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 like about like uh any like comic stories like i specifically i've got a two that i'm working on right now mm -hmm. one is just like a jit like a overall like peter parker kind of 
Like uh, with great power. So like comes you're actually writing songs that are themed specifically after yeah. comic characters. Yeah, yeah. Or like big or small. Or pop culture just in general. Like mm-hmm. um I have some ideas for some other ones that are more about just like the Comic Con experience, but definitely like I've got a lock and key one that I'm working on and I've got yeah. a, a Spider Man one that I'm working mm-hmm. on. A Sandman uh, one would be cool. Sandman would be cool. Yeah. Absolutely. You could do something about the uh the the endless that would be really neat yeah like an endless story that'd mm-hmm. be i like that idea specifically just about like not like necessarily about tales but like just something kind of it'd be interesting to do like uh to do was there seven seven mm-hmm. endless seven endless to do like all a song D's. for each of them like uh and like all of them have kind of a that'd different... be like a really cool like uh ep probably yeah. if you made them like reasonably sized enough songs yeah to have just call uh the endless or something like yeah. that and then the endless EP mm-hmm. and the endless like EP. they all have different like uh person, like each song is kind of like mm-hmm. the feel of it is like in that, that same what, kind of personality. Like that, of yeah. A, that'd be really a cool concept too. Be, I like that idea. That'd be You wild. could do like despair would be very like mellow and dramatic and uh-huh. stuff like that. But then desire would be very like almost like kind of poppy or sexy yeah. in yeah. a way. Absolutely. Yeah. And then very folksy for uh, what's her name? The one that's kind of delirium, delirium. I yeah, delirium, name would be, yeah. delirium would have like a you could do like some destiny would have like, to be like a fucking epic, yes, like a very like, you know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I don't uh, know what dreams would be, dreams would be very odd, but you just put, you just put uh, like noise rock, you you just put uh, one of our other songs on there that what was it, the uh, always, always dreaming. Oh what yeah, was what was this? Yeah. Is it always only dreaming? dreaming? Only dreaming. Yeah, just do that one. Yeah, just throw it on there. The, uh, it's got like <laughs> already a, done. Like it, I, I imagine like dreams kind of got a noise rock kind of like very like a lot of noise experimental like mm-hmm. spatial kind of things going on. Death yeah. is a hard one though because death's personality personality is hardcore like is, punk basically. Yeah, but like uh, what she does is but like yeah, but like, like punk in the sense of like. Like a Misfits, Misfits, kind of. Rancid, absolutely, yeah, those kind of things. Like an '80s, yeah. '80s, '90s punk, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No effect, no effects, no effects would be really good. Work. Yeah. Kind of that yeah. yeah, yeah. I could see like uh, a no- I, dream would be. It's just hard to pinpoint because there's there's points in times where you look at dream and you think like, oh, he would be like goth rock. Absolutely, yeah. There are points in like times where cure. I see, where I see <laughs> him and I would think uh he is definitely like death from above he's like stoner rock noise rock kind of thing yeah. like that and then there's like points in times where you're just like oh he's like very classic rock mm-hmm. i don't know like you get different flavors yeah. from him a lot of different times that makes sense just depends on what he appears as yeah just yeah what he's and what he's going through at the moment i mean one time he's like a panther <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely i was uh who is that? what was another I'd like to do some sort of like Star Wars story, like a Star Wars yeah. kind of. You could get like do follow a bit loosely based off of a, a story that's non like canon now. Or yeah. Like legacy. Like something that's in the Legends line. Yeah, that'd be kind of neat. If it is. That way it's yeah. kind of more off the beaten path. Shadows of the Empire kind of. Ooh, that'd be cool. A fucking song. Dash Rindar album. I'd cream <laughs> the jeans. I love Dash Rindar so much. Absolutely. That'd be awesome. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I really wanted to do something like that before uh, Constar rolled around because I wanted to be able to like, set up a table and like sell CDs and shit and like yeah. instead of ha- like have a panel, but the panel's just a show. Yeah. And just like play some songs. Like mm-hmm. I thought that would be like a really cool. Yeah. And then like what a, like 
do some covers there was, of like, uh, like the there Ramones. was a couple of musicians that played some music at the that St. Louis con. Oh, from really? Like two the one that was in 2019. Oh, I think I don't know if that. I remember right. Somebody already got my idea. I don't think it was like your idea. Oh, okay. like I think you have a much more unique idea. I think it was just they had some people that were there that were playing music oh, that I day. See. That was not like I just meant like that'd be, be like, kind of like yours. You'd yeah. be like yours is like basically a panel. You could play like a couple of songs off of like you'd be like, hey, I'm gonna play like two or three songs, and then um, I'll kind of loosely explain the concept of what's going on here, and then I'll play the songs. And if you guys have any yeah, questions about like stuff or whatever, be like, then you guys can ask some questions afterwards. Yeah. and That's then like, I'll be over here if you need any with how, albums. Yeah, how cool would the uh, like instead of like you get all these panels and it's like. Or you can just go to like a little mini concert, like in the middle of like it's yeah. just a panel, is like a little concert. Mm-hmm. And like I don't make a lot of noise; I'm just like a guitar, and maybe like a... you get really cool, unique artwork for uh, like something that could go behind you for like when you're yeah. at a table selling, mm-hmm. and then that could also be like somebody do you unique artwork for yeah. uh, what the covers would be too. Absolutely, like their take of that classic comic or something yeah. as well. Yeah, fables would be neat. Oh yeah, because there's so much just random shit yeah. going on there. Yeah, I like that. The war between what was the fa- what was the villains and the fables? Oh, I can't remember. They have that whole faction that took over the mm-hmm. fable lands and that's pushed them out. Yeah, I can't think of what the guy's name is. Well, and like the just your classic. I wrote a Batman song like a long time ago uh-huh. about like it went na 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 na. No, it was kind of about like how he does everything for a city that doesn't even know his name. Like yeah. Like you do all these things, but no one really even knows who you are, and kind of like he gets no respect. The sa- I get no respect. Uh, yeah, what if it, you wrote a song about Batman, but Batman's Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> <laughs> it's like yes. just a straight up comedy song. <laughs> you just like sing it like you're Rodney Dangerfield, <laughs> just like I'm swinging around town. Here's Catwoman. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I turned into I, I, turned, I turned into dice now. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, diddle diddle. Then he did, he used to do like the naughty nursery rhymes and shit. Yeah, he did. And he's like, it was, she's that was like a uh, little Miss Muffet sat on my face. Oh, mm-hmm. like you do a dice version of Batman. <laughs> uh, the Robin is a punk ass bitch. There you go. And uh, okay. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Alfred can suck my dick. I'm trying to think. Uh, I liked. Uh, this is going nowhere. Get like I like the idea of bringing to light in that context more obscure things that we've been reading of late yeah. too. So like a sweet tooth one would be really kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, or I I think like a Harrow County would be really awesome. Like as Gus well. and the Big Man, you call it. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the album. It's all country. <laughs> All country folk. Gus and the big man. <laughs> it's just one guy on the stage. We're like, where's you're not you're definitely not the big man because you're like five foot five. So like where's <laughs> at the end of the album, you're like, what are we gonna do today, big man? I'll come in and I'll be like, Well <laughs> <laughs> hold on to the side. <laughs> We're going to Alaska. <laughs> Anchorage <Yes>. Ahoy. <laughs> to be continued. Um I had some a couple of news topics uh, yeah. that I was going to mention and briefly bring up. Apparently, uh, there is an Australian retailer site that has been uh, popping up like off and on uh, listing for Breath of the Wild 2. And which isn't unheard of. I mean, the game's known about, I guess you can actively pre-order it now as well, even though it doesn't have a release really? date. 
Um, it's just kind of like you can always pre order games that are like TBA, like as far as like oh, an announcement true. goes, and they stuff put them like out like years ahead. Yeah, of well, sometimes. it might even say like even if the date of the game said like 2021, it'll always have like December 31st, 2021, because it's like we don't know what the they date push is. Push that shit out, yeah. yeah. So they just always leave it as like kind of an open ended thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, their thing that said that it had no specific release date, but the release window was slated and it said summer, um, or like I guess Q2, so anytime between. April and August, I believe, is like Q2 window. Q2 is April to uh, June. Okay, so April, June window is what we're potentially maybe even looking at mm-hmm. as far as it goes, which if that happens, that's almost like borderline like Paper Mario type of thing. Yeah, like that's where wild. You're, we're getting it. There's <laughs> a breath of wild. Uh, and then another thing, too, was the same retailer site had a pop-up of a listing. I'll have to find it so that way I can... Uh, to read it off to you properly of uh what we are now calling the super switch which i guess oh. is like the quote-unquote official name for the what we've been calling the nintendo switch pro that makes sense um and that, name that makes had, a, lot that more had sense. a slated release for a q2 as well hmm. so i was just like oh because it's not necessarily a new console but it would be the upgraded thing Absolutely. that we've been kind of talking about which makes sense for them too. Like you know, you think if that's in the same window, that's exactly what they did with Breath of the Wild yeah. and Switch and uh, the initial Switch released same day. I think it was March third, two thousand seventeen. <laughs> Might have been. I don't know. <laughs> um, and uh, so, I mean, it would make sense for them to be like, "Oh, hey, this June we've got the Super Switch," which I think is fucking rad. It's just a like a harken back to like Super Nintendo. Yep. We just call it the Super Switch. Is awesome to call. Rolls off the tongue super well too. If it does. Um, so like Super Switch launching with Breath of the Wild 2 yeah. colon whatever they're going to call it because yeah. I know it has a name but they they haven't said that yet yeah um, but yeah there's just a couple of little things that I saw yeah and I guess apparently this site has been known they, they did it before with um, they've been known to leak shit on accident like it's it's purely based on accident really? whenever it happens they did that with um, what was the one that I read in the article that happened with uh, Mass Effect Andromeda Whenever that was coming out, we didn't know what the name of the new Mass Effect was going to be. Mm. It leaked out on there what it was. And like the release window was supposed to be like a Q3 and it ended up coming in like September of 2016 <laughs> or 17. So or it was accurate. So it was absolutely like 100% accurate. Huh. So I was just like, I don't know. These people might actually have like some insight here. Well, It'd be really cool if summer was that would be a fucking huge summer for Nintendo. Well, and, and considering, uh, you know, Nintendo just came out and was like, no, we do, We definitely don't have any current upcoming plans to have a new switch out. Like, yeah, it's just like within the last couple of weeks, they've been like, yeah. definitely don't. Definitely so, not. And so. also, it's not kind of suspect that you can stop. You can't buy the, any more of the Mario. These Mario titles effective March 31st. <laughs> definitely no nothing suspect there. No plans at all. <laughs> and the fact that there's been an issue with stock for a while with switches. It's not because we've stopped making them as frequently because we're working on a different console. Yeah, like, definitely not trying to make sure we don't fall into the same boat as Xbox and Sony did back last fall. Yeah. Want to make sure we have plenty of new cons. Nothing could be further from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not true. And then um, you said you think it's not true. But there was oh. there was rumors about the new KOTOR coming out, New yeah. Knights of the Old Republic, and it's not going to be published or uh, published by EA or developed by Bioware. Yeah, because we've had uh, official announcements where they said they have no plans for a future KOTOR anytime soon. Right, as far as that goes, but that's kind of where like a lot of people were saying like there's some 
been a lot of, I guess, some credible sources, I yeah. guess, people that have been known to find these leaks and stuff like that. And I guess they're saying there's an additional company outside of Bioware that would going to be developing this. Could somebody be handling a remaster, you think? Potentially. I, mean, I don't know that um, remasters are big right now, and they just yeah. did both of the Jedi Knights or it was Jedi Academy one yeah. and two. Like it, it could also make sense that they're just given a, some, they'd hand it off to somebody to give yeah, it a remaster. Especially if you got somebody like, like a blue point, those people that do the remasters for yeah. like all of the, the PlayStation games and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that, uh, that have been coming out of late and whatnot. So, I mean, it, it makes sense for that in that context as well too. So, I mean, so I, like I, I could give that credibility. Around, then maybe there's the connection. I don't know. Because I know Bioware's got kind of their hands full. I know they're making the they're they're in the process of making the fourth Dragon Quest. They already announced that that uh that Anthem game that yeah. came out from them that was a kind of a big flop that was like, this is gonna be the next destiny, right. but better. Yeah. And then it flopped really hard. They had a project that they were working on that was gonna kind of reboot the whole thing, make it free to play, and make it like the reformat the way the entire game played, oh, really? basically. And it was gonna be called Anthem Next. And uh, that was something they'd been working on for like the past year. And they just came out and announced this last week that they're they've uh, they've shut Cut down production, shut down production on that completely. I get the Anthem will still be running as is with uh, updates that still come out pretty frequently for it to kind of do some more quality of life stuff for it. Yeah. But it is like as it is. Basically. They're not, they're... So I, I don't think they'll end up touching that anymore. Yeah. Con- conceptually, it looks really awesome. I, I have the game and I've played it a little bit and stuff, but and, and it is fun, like kind of traversing the world, depending on what kind of like mech suit that you get for your character. Yeah. Because um, you have like almost like, Iron Man esque abilities where you can kind of like use like thrusters in your boots to kind of fly around the oh. world. And the landscape is really pretty and stuff like that too. But the gameplay is so, so repetitive and the story is not really there. And it's just a lot of stuff that kind of bugs out with that game too. And it just had a lot of, a lot of hiccups that they were kind of hoping that the Anthem next was going to fix, but well, and when it's you, not happening anymore. When you try to take down something like a, a destiny size game. Yeah. And with something that is like Destiny, but going to be like Destiny Light, it seems like a, a weird misstep. Yeah. Like, I get where it's like we're working on this out of the franchise. This is like the seventh year of Destiny now. Yeah, like you've got you've got Destiny and I get where like Fortnite and Destiny play against each other because they're two totally different. Like they look different. They feel different. They've got yeah, they play completely different and they play completely yeah. different. So, like, I see where they're competing a little bit in what they're doing because it's it's something a different feel. Sure. Same with the Call of Duty, like online play of whatever that's called. What's it called? Uh, the where you get like on multiplayer. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, like that's a totally different feel, totally yeah. different vibe. It plays different. So, like, I get where those are all, yeah. like, kind of all king actuality, of the It's like bit. Destiny is more akin to, like, a first-person World of Warcraft because yeah, it's a straight-up MMO, more and or less. Got, but it's got a big story to it, whereas yeah, the huge. other ones don't have yeah. Jack for story. Which has always been, like, the the fact that Bungie cares now, they, they, they cared about their lore for Destiny before, but now it's starting to get more in-depth. They have, like, volumes of fucking books. Right, yeah. Like, grimoires that they push out and stuff. Mm-hmm. That that's never really happened with Warcraft. I mean, they have like actual book yeah. books, but tell some backstory and stuff for certain mainline characters. But a lot of your backstory to Warcraft prior to playing the games came from playing the old like real time strategy games mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because that's where that like baser lore ended up coming from. But it always kind of struck me as like this should have been something that they dived into a little bit deeper. I guess. Yeah. They uh they announced that Crackle 
is going to have a Nintendo documentary on it. Um, a five-part uh, series about Nintendo's history is coming cool. out in March. Um, like Nintendo prior to being a video game developer as well? Um, let's see. Five-part uh, series called Playing With Power, the Nintendo story. Uh, it's I'm assuming it'd probably just be like, hey, we're starting in the 80s. but Sprawling story, secretive Japanese company, includes mm-hmm. interviews uh, from Nintendo of America CEOs, uh, Sega CEOs, Xbox, Phil Spencer um bunch of different people but um it would be fun and easy to see a documentary that spans the disc because the hunt company is now over 150 years old no shit and they started off making um playing cards and trading cards i did not know and this. different games that were like board games and stuff back in like that i'm, I'm talking, talking like the, like 1800s yeah and that's when nintendo actually started uh. in japan and it's been around. I hope f- they cover that. That's what I meant. Like I, I that's what I'm saying. Prior to yes. video game development or whatever, because even if they cover just one hour, like one episode is like previous video yeah. games. Like that would be awesome. Absolutely, because I mean, their story from the '80s, from like '85 up, you know, obviously is Pretty crazy full. rich yeah. and very, very full because they have so many different properties now that are tied to it. Yeah, I mean, talking about like just Miyamoto alone came up with like six of the biggest franchises yeah. of all time. He's like the Stanley of video games. Absolutely. 100%. And like, but they have such this like huge rich format that like had this weird ebb and flow because I mean, they always made trading cards and then they started making like different types of like board games and stuff like that as well huh. that they published. And it, you, it, their history that I know of kind of, you can watch it kind of like come and go with the times depending on like what the economic state of japan was at the times and and seeing it kind of like watching everything shrink including like nintendo when like uh we when we bombed like hiroshima and nagasaki and stuff like that and like how everything kind of shrunk there and then once it hit once it hit like the 60s 70s and you got to that point where we were like companies were able to start making like video cassette players and Mm -hmm. stuff like that that like huge boom that came from like Sony and San, uh, Senyo and uh, uh, Toshiba and stuff like that, that would start making the the rounds and getting this ec- economy basically completely fueled from technology yeah. that would just come from them. Yeah. And that's like kind of where they were like, Oh, well uh, in television made a thing. Ralph Bayer made the odyssey. That's kind of how video games started in yeah. television. Made He's a thing. Yeah. Coleco vision made a thing. And then it was just like, they kind of got to the point where like, we should, you know, we could profit from this mm-hmm. to the point to where it was just like, Oh, the NES is about to launch fucking scrap everything. As far as playing cards and stuff goes, because this is going to be it's huge. the focus. Yeah. yeah. And then that's like basically where it went from there. As soon as that hit the ground running, they, they abandoned everything. They still make, um, nintendo rewards playing cards huh. that, that you can get that are actually manufactured from nintendo still yeah um that are like on the nintendo rewards where you can spend like, yeah, the like the coins and gold, stuff. gold coins yeah, silver they coins. have they have ones that you can spend i've seen like uh, a couple of years ago they had ones that was uh it was all mario themed deck that uh-huh. you could get but they were dressed in like traditional japanese like robes That's and awesome. like dress and it looks like it was like more realistic but still kind of cartoony yeah. in a way and it's just playing cards for like you know poker or anything I'll or whatever. Take and check it's, it out. it's really awesome. But like those were actually like they made them like the old school way. They yeah. made them back in Nintendo's like heyday and shit. That's, yeah. that's all they were like known for. I was like, huh. I wish that, that somebody would like talk about that in like a more in depth thing because I always found it like hopefully they interesting that. because like people think you hear Nintendo, you always hear just like oh you know NES you know, yeah. but you don't think like 
oh shit, this thing's been around since like the mid 1800s. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, and I I thought it was really odd that it's it's gonna be free on Crackle. Yeah, which is a Sony platform <laughs> and Nintendo documentary, and yeah. so but I was like, okay, whatever. But it, okay, uh, okay. I guess I just feel New Zealand. That's fair enough. I-F-N-Z production. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>